0: Hey everyone, we have a great show lined up today. We're going to talk about our addictions to our phones. Then we're going to talk about when our kids outsmart us. And lastly, we're going to tell some Christmas stories. All of that and more coming up now on Minivan Man. Hey everybody, welcome to the Minivan Man. This would be the Thanksgiving edition, I think, I believe. Or maybe, we, yeah, it would be Thanksgiving edition. Thanksgiving edition. Happy Thanksgiving to all. This is Maz Jobrani straight out of Compton. Um, actually I'm west of Compton, um about 15 miles. So, straight out of uh Beverly Hills adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Aaron out of Dallas. How you doing, bud? What's going on, man? How are you? Good, man. How's the uh how's how's the city dealing with this uh JFK sixtieth anniversary of his killing, fiftieth. F- yeah, fiftieth. Fiftieth. Fiftieth anniversary. Yes.
1: I was talking to some friends. It just it sucks that it's that's kind of what the city's associated with. <laughs> you know, um, you know there was the the soap opera, Mm-hmm. and then and then Kennedy, and that's kind of all
0: we got. Well, you guys had the Cowboys yeah. for a minute, but not. Oh well, yeah, for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, they were America's
1: team, and then and then they're not, and then they are, and then they're not, and they they've been not for the longest time. Um, my, uh, when the, when the movie came out, I was in middle school, the JFK, Oliver Stone. Oh yeah. Movie. Oh yeah. And so me and my brother were obsessed with it. My brother went way off the deep end reading every single book. Uh, and he was like only like eight Uh or nine at the time. I'm talking about a a child building his own models of Dealey Plaza and trying to figure it all out and, and so, yeah, it's just—it's—it's it's just weird to have that kind of history. I've—I've I've taken that route before on accident, you know, late at mm-hmm. night, being in downtown, and you know, trying to get to the highway, and you're like, oh my god. They should do a know, thing. They should
0: do a thing where, like, as you go, like as you uh-huh. go down that exit, like you trigger off something and it goes, and like it shoots. I, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> just maybe, maybe for charity or something. Yeah, I don't know, just for the real
1: experience. It, but the thing is, it's like everything for the last month or so is about how Dallas needs to redeem itself, and Dallas needs to be ashamed. And it's definitely—I'm—I I'm, don't want to dismiss the tragedy of it. I mean, it's it, awful, horrible, horrible like thing. Like Dallas did it, but but that's the thing—is like it's like Dallas has to take ownership of it for some reason. No,
0: you know what it is? It's this marketing stuff that people do. It's like every chance they get. They're going to market stuff around stuff. And I definitely, I was obsessed with the whole JFK thing as well because you learn about it in a school. You're like, wow, what a tragedy. Now, first of all, what I was thinking about was, I think September 11th might have kind of taken conspiracy theorists and you know, taken their attention to that for, for a while because for the longest yeah. time it was JFK. I still believe that it had to be more than one guy. But, you know, what am I? What, am I going to go figure it out? No. Um <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, secondly, so then, so then, so yeah, so 9-11, I think a lot of people went, the conspiracy theorists were like, oh, we got a new thing to deal with. Um, but I think what happens is it's definitely good to remember these things, but the reason they go, oh, now Dallas has to redeem itself or whatever it is, it's kind of a marketing thing. It's kind of a, you know, what can we build around it? It's just, I think that this is the capitalistic way of, of, of t- twisting and putting a new twist on everything. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. You know, so.
1: But I was thinking about it. It's like Washington DC doesn't get blamed well, It gets blamed every day of the year, but it doesn't get blamed for Ford's theater.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like an entire city doesn't have to, will Washington DC ever erase the stigma of what happened at? you know, the play. Yeah. It, it, and, and anyway, it's just, anyway. it's, it's a, it's a weird thing to have associate. Like I go around the country and Hey, where are you from? You, know, you can say Texas and people have a million things that come to mind. Mm hmm. You say Dallas, and other than the Cowboys, that's, that's it. Wow. It's JFK. interesting.
0: Okay. So here's my question to you now. Um, this is what I was, I've been dealing with lately. I'm addicted. I want to I wanna come out on this uh, program right now. I want to talk about my addiction. Um, I, I can't get away from my freaking iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have this? What is this? Yeah, yeah. I can't get away even when I don't need it. I find myself okay. So we just filmed this movie. We'll talk about that a little bit as well. But film the movie. It was, you know, twelve to fourteen hour days. This is the movie Jimmy Vestwood. Uh, three weeks, um, six day weeks. We would we we'd be filming. I'm on I'm on the set. We're filming. Action. Do the scene. Soon as the scene is over, and there's thirty seconds before they line up to film it again. My phone is out of my pocket. And I'm looking at my emails, texts, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and um, Instagram, and comments that people have left. I'm looking to see what comments people have left. Even though I go right past the fun comments and find the one <laughs> bad comment, and and then I complain about the bad comments. I go, "These people are idiots." And so, what is that? Are you hooked on this thing?
1: I'm I'm totally hooked on mine, and you know I guess it started as boredom. Like, oh, I'm going to be a little bored, and so I'm going to distract myself with this thing. But what you're talking about, I totally relate to. It's a compulsion. Yeah. It's like I know I don't even need to. I there's no way there's a new email waiting for me. I just checked the thing, and I still have to I have to check and refresh and check this and yeah and, and yeah and then and, and then and um, then like
0: if if you check it. If you check an email if you check your email like and spend an hour since a new one has come in then you're like, oh my god I think my connection is not working I gotta <laughs> right something
1: I have to call I have to call Google I yeah. have to call yahoo what's happening who
0: do I call at this point verizon Google is it the Ver- carrier or is it the i oh my god
1: <laughs> um it i it's it yeah it's messed me up and um that's the other thing too it's like trying to get booked and sending out my avails and sending out emails and responding to people who are asking about private parties and just all of that. And then, you know, a couple of years ago, if it took somebody a day or two days to respond to you, you'd be like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And now it's like, it's been five minutes. What the hell's wrong? Someone hates me. Why aren't they writing me back? Yeah. My career's over. My career's <laughs> over.
0: You know, what's crazy is, and here's the other thing is I'm someone who is, I'm not a, like, I don't have a very addictive personality compared to some people that I know. I have friends that are gambling addicts, drug addicts. You know, I have friends that are, you know, they, they really can't help themselves. So if I've got it this bad, I wonder how badly people that have addictive personalities I mean, these things are, we drive, everyone knows this, we drive and at every red light, you check your phone. If
1: it weren't for school zones, I'd, I'd never put it down.
0: What is this? <laughs> I don't know. Well,
1: here's the other thing they tell you. And, you know, I, I keep late nights, but also with the family, I got to be up early. So that kind of sucks. You know, sleep is is um, a rare thing to begin. And when you throw a baby in the mix, you're up every couple hours anyway. Oh, yeah. Right. So now even the baby is sleeping through the night. I can't sleep right. And what they tell you is that you're not supposed to watch television for a certain amount of time before going to bed. You're not supposed to be on your phone. You're not supposed to sleep it's the, with the phone by your side. It's the
0: blue light. There's a blue light, I've been reading this. There's a blue light that makes your brain, it messes up your brain, and, and it helps you not be calm for sleep.
1: And uh, yeah, and um, I, I, I yes, I, I totally relate to, because I, I need to distance myself from it.
0: Do you do you get uh, on it at night before you sleep, and then throughout the night you get on it as well?
1: Oh, it's stupid. Like it'll, it'll ding. There's a notification or I'm playing a game or I'm writing a note or, or, and the other thing is I used to do this. Um, and again, I don't know what, just to help me sleep. I'd listen to like a podcast or something. I, I'd throw an episode on or a, an audio book and I don't know why I do it, you know? Um, but it's, I guess so I can have headphones in. I don't have the TV on to, to, to make you know my wife mad. Listening's okay, I think,
0: right? You could listen to stuff.
1: But I'll listen to it and then I'll fall asleep and it's like, what's the point? I never heard the episode. Uh, i yeah, yeah. listen to it again. And, but the thing is, that means that the phone is right there on my chest. It's right
0: there. That's the thing. Like, All even, night. Listen, I got good at not checking it through the night. I got, I got like once I went from Blackberry to iPhone, because Blackberry used to have this little red light that would uh, 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 flicker on and off when you would get a new message. Yeah. So uh so I would always be checking my message. Then once I got the iPhone it doesn't my, you know I just turn it, the ringer I turn everything off except for I mean the phone's on or the ringer's off. But um I've gotten good at not checking it through the night. But there's moments where like my instinct longingly as I pass it I look at it longingly. I'm like ah <laughs> oh, something's in there.
1: I used to read. I used to read real books, you know. Um I don't know if I've ever told you this story before, but it's like, sometimes you just don't need all that information at your fingertips. Oh yeah. Um, I Three years ago, I was in the hospital for my gallbladder. Uh-huh. I had an attack and I didn't know what it was at the time. And I just thought it was like really bad indigestion and whatever, and then and then it goes away. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how severe it An was. An attack? So what do you mean week, what
0: kind of attack? You mean your stomach? Like,
1: like, like all of a sudden, my, like my chest, my stomach. I can't lay down. Okay. It, it feels, it feels like you know. Uh, I didn't want to go to the hospital and be told, "Oh, it's acid reflux," mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, a week goes by, and then I have a really bad attack. This time, my family's awake for it, and my wife. Uh, she's like, oh, man, we, we, we need to go. You can't. And I'm like, okay, yes. Uh, we, we, at the time, we only had the one one kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had to wake him up now. And and we all go to the emergency room. And it turned out it was just this awful situation. Like, liquefied. I had to be hospitalized. Gallbladder. and Gallbladder. Okay. And um, I'm laid up on a Sunday night. I'm scheduled to have a surgery on Monday morning. And then I've got a couple days in the hospital to recoup. While I'm in the hospital, I've got my iPhone. Mm -hmm. it's the first time I ever had an iPhone Mm -hmm. and I'm looking up gallbladder because it never even occurred to me to investigate, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. and every link that I follow, you go to web MD and you go to this, you want to talk about conspiracy theories? Oh yeah. Everybody's like, don't let them remove your gallbladder. Don't let them take it out. Don't Mm -hmm. it's a change of diet and you have to, and, and I'm already in stitches, I'm laid up in a hospital bed and they've already taken it out. And I'm like, Oh my God, what do I do? And like the doctor, uh, an accomplished, experienced, educated doctor, is telling me, you know, how to, how to move on. You know, when, when you discharge you, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Right. And the whole time I'm skeptical because I've been listening or I've been reading the stupid
0: iPhone. It's the gallbladder, for, con- for two the gallbladder conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, You just wanted to take it yeah. because you're the man and, the, and the man. The gallbladder <laughs> lobby has been, oh yeah, no, you can't even get it. My, my wife gets into the, uh, into the, into the medicating and the, and looking all that stuff up in it. And it drives, it, it could drive you crazy. Because what, like what you just said, it there's a million different things on there with diagnoses and you just yeah, that it's, it's the fo- it's I don't know, it's like I think, I wish there were an app, I think this would be a good app, an app that's uh, let's call it "Don't touch this," or <laughs> "Don't touch," or zap mm-hmm. you, something like that where like you could put the app on and you basically are telling the app that if I get close to my phone, zap me. Zap me I dig it. these next few hours. Let just zap me, because it's just it's. I mean, every second that I have free, I, <laughs> that's all I think about.
1: Are the uh, are the kids on your phone now? Because Max asks asks for every time he's bored. Now, hey, can I can I play on your phone?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, and, asks- and and you know what? That's another worry of mine is because sometimes yeah. I'm sitting around them and I like get a text and I go, oh, I got to answer, and they're talking to me, and then I'm, my head's down, buried in my phone answering Uh something and I'm thinking to myself five years from now when they're 10 and seven, they're going to be doing this to me, Uh you know, 20 years from now when I'm old and I need them, they're going to be cats in the cradle kind of moment. Oh God. (laughs) So sad. Damn you. iPhone. Best thing that's ever happened to me. Worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Uh, Listen folks, anyone who's listening, if you've got solutions on how you take timeouts from your iPhone Let us know. Write us uh, at uh, facebook.com slash mazjobrani. Um, Do you have a Facebook page they can write you at? Uh, Yeah, just uh, Aaron Comedian. It's the same one I use all over the place. Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, Comedian. Aaron Comedian. Write us. Tell us what you think if you've got solutions and stories about your phones and how they're driving you nuts. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Minivan men. Hi, I'm Lorenzo, Al's son. Please write us at minivanmen at gmail.com. Hi, I'm
1: Louisa, Lorenzo's sister, and don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Thank you.
0: Hey, we're back with minivan men, Maz Jobrani on the West Coast, Aaron Arianpour on the Middle Coast, um, and uh, we are talking about uh, stuff today, and now here's the, another thing that happened, Aaron, so the holidays are coming up, and uh, right around uh, November, December every year, I do shows at Caroline's in New York, which is really fun, we, we've been taking the kids uh it's fun we go out there it's cold but uh yeah anyway usually we go so this year my wife was saying you know our daughter who's now two and a half she we just did a trip from la to san francisco and on the plane she was just acting out and screaming and stuff so my wife was like listen five hours with that girl is gonna drive everybody nuts so let's just she's like either you go meaning i go on my own or my wife comes with me for a couple days and comes back so we said you know what Mm. Let's do the latter. Come out with me. It's going to be near our anniversary anyway. We have a few nice days. The kids can stay with my mom and our nanny, and it's all good. Great. Then we said, okay, now we got to break the news to them so that we kind of prepare them. And my son is five, and, um, you know, five-year-olds are kind of smart, like smarter than we think. Yep. Um, kids are smart, you know. And so that the two-and-a-half-year-old, the girl really doesn't know what's going on in terms of, like, if you tell her, Like, oh, we're going to New York. And she'd be like, great, let's go. And she doesn't understand. No, you're not coming. She doesn't, you know, you can't kind of get into that. But um, with my son, I was like, listen. I told my wife, I said, listen, this is what we'll do. This is what we'll do, just so that he feels good about it. We'll say, listen, we're going to go to New York to get you guys some gifts for Christmas. And then my wife was like, well, you know, they still think Santa brings the gifts. I go, well, no, Santa can bring them the gift. They get one gift from Santa, but we wanna get them some gifts and we're gonna surprise them. So that's why they gotta stay here and be good kids while we go shopping for them. And my wife was like, oh, that's a brilliant idea. I said, yes it is, indeed it is. So we're sitting there with our kids, with Dara the boy and the five-year-old and Mila. And we're like, guys, listen, we're gonna be going to New York uh, we gotta, we're going to go buy you guys some presents. and We want to surprise you. So you guys can't come. And then Dara was like, oh, no, I want to come. I was like, no, Dara, th- th- no, you're going to be surprised. So you cannot come. You know. And he goes, wait. He goes, why don't we come? And when you guys go to buy the gifts, we can just stay in the hotel with the nanny while you guys go to get the gifts. Smart. And I was Smart like, kid. ah. I go, yeah, no, Dara. I go, that'll ruin the surprise. Because now I'm like, oh, crap, he got us. And I'm like, <laughs> um, that's going to ruin the surprise, Dara, because we want to bring it and surprise you here. And he kind of like stopped arguing on that point. And then I go, so what you guys have to I said, Dara, what your job is, you guys need to tell us what you want so we can go get it. And he's like, well, that will ruin the surprise. And I'm like, oh. yeah, you're right. <laughs> And I was like, like, what an idiot am I? This kid's like just dropping knowledge on me left and right. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever tried to outsmart oh, him, and oh, then he gets you?
1: No, no. They, maybe it's every kid, but every kid at least that I've I've interacted with, they they they're they're almost like trial lawyers. Yeah, it's a it's amazing. It's it's amazing how incredibly logical they can be. Um, when it suits them, mm-hmm. my, my son is so amazingly brilliant the way he, he doesn't play chess the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He plays chess in life. Like he's always a couple steps ahead. Yeah. And so it, it just pisses me off when he can't like today it was freezing. It's like, why don't you have two shirts on? I told you to go put on a sweater or something. It, it, he's, he doesn't seem all there or he seems like a regular eight year old, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. most of the time. Which is all the more infuriating when all of a sudden he can pull this amazing, you know, jujitsu, this mental jujitsu. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's uh, we we talked um the last episode uh about about Santa, and you know those those kind of questions, you know, and I, I don't know if I actually shared, but uh, uh, he he's starting to ask more and more and and he's also doing the thing where it's like it's okay dad ah, you can tell ah, me the ah. truth like he's <laughs> it's 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 not pointed questions it's like i'm not going to be i'm not going to be upset but the thing is it's like we, we we've been playing so long we've been working at it so long it's so i'm not ready to let that go yet you know but
0: obviously other kids are telling him so he kind of knows they, they all talk about
1: yeah you know but even then i don't think that they're fully I don't know if they know everything, but the plus, you know, he's also, he's got eight years of, um, evidence on his side that suggests that Santa's a real guy, you know? So, and and the thing is, as a parent, you're not trying to hurt anybody. You're not trying to trick anybody. I I really want to go buy these gifts. I want to do something nice. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to surprise my family. I want to do wonderful things. And
0: you want to give Um, them the magic of it. You want
1: them to feel like it's, you know. I I totally forgot about this when I was talking with Al, but you know, like, um, he'll, uh, Max will do things like leave a note for the tooth fairy. So it's not enough to just take the tooth and put a, you know, a dollar or a coin or whatever. Like he'll leave a note, like, Hey, tooth fairy, instead of a dollar, is there a way you can get me blah, 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 blah. Right. And you know, reading it you're like oh my god all right i gotta figure out a way to make blah 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 happen before he wakes up you know or write back a note and i totally forgot and kids don't listen to this podcast right i don't think so i don't think my kid would listen to this podcast not not for a while no but he asked for an autograph photo of santa (laughs)
0: last year hilarious so you printed a photo on the computer and you signed it so I
1: I absolutely, and Rudolph signed one too. Hilarious.
0: So did he hang and, it up?
1: Yeah, he's got them. Uh-huh. And, you know, they're signed and and and, and, and uh, personalized. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and it's like part of me feels like the best dad ever, and part of me feels like just a, a jerk, just a total jerk. To well, listen, you know, it's magical, the- it's sweet, it's
0: beautiful, <laughs> and it's funny at the same time because this kid's living a lie right now that you started <laughs> Yeah. And you took it to the point of signing for the guy. I mean, that's forgery. I mean, like, you could, that's like a federal crime. I I believe it is.
1: Yeah. You know, but you know what? Millions of parents out there eat cookies in his name. This is true. So, this is true.
0: I'm not going to feel that bad. It's funny, actually, uh, because some friend of ours, uh, this lady was dropping off bags and bags of toys for our nanny. Like, our nanny had, I guess, she was dropping it for her. And she had, like, these garbage bags filled with toys. And, like, as she approached our driveway, the bags, Ripped and stuff fell out, and she was, and it was like cold outside. And I was like, Oh, let me help you out. And she's like, I've been dragging this stuff over here. And I was like, It's funny. I go, This is not at all the way the movie Toy Story made it seem when you're (laughs) parting with your toys. Like, you know, in Toy Story, he's like, Oh, don't go away. And he remembers the toys, and you remember your child is nostalgic. And the reality is so different. The reality is like, I get this crap out of my house. Like, look at all this crap that's just accumulated. And I guess the same goes with this, like, because when we were kids, like, Christmas was magical. And then when you get older, you're like, oh, you know, Christmas will get magical the more wine I drink. <laughs> you know, the more wine I drink, right? I, uh, well, the, I I didn't really
1: celebrate Christmas when I was growing up. So, um, you know, Hanukkah toys, Hanukkah gifts aren't really that magical. Wait, who's, so who's Jewish? Your dad's Jewish? my mom is jewish and your dad is yeah muslim-ish he's i'd say muslim-ish yeah you know he 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 was he was raised in the faith and never really um uh practiced when he came stateside typical iranian yeah (laughs) so um you know so uh, my, my grandmother on my, on my mom's side, you know, she, and and that whole side actually was way more Jewish than we ever were. But, you know, I, I, I would see the Christmas specials and I would hear this and I'd go to a public school and, you know, I'd, I'd be four years old, five years old and not know the words to Frosty the snowman or Rudolph. And people looked at me like I was insane. Wow. You didn't like, how do you not know this? And, um,
0: but then they teach you, know. you in school, like they made us, I mean, we had Christmas in Iran, like yeah. we weren't that religious, but like I went to an international school and Santa Claus showed up and I think we've just kind of, we go along with whatever, like we do the Persian new year, which is yeah. in spring, the first moment of spring. And then we would do Christmas and th- we just got into whatever, like, you know, and I would learn the songs, obviously not at my house. They didn't know what the hell Rudolph and all. It, my parents didn't know what that was. But uh, but we they taught us all that. Like the, the schools, if you think about it, are very Christianized and very Christmasized in that you would learn and do like your winter concert. And it was all like, you know, Rudolph the red Nose reindeer, reindeer, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you you learn that stuff at school though, right? Oh,
1: and yeah, and the older I got, and the thing is too, it's like I wouldn't say I ever became like militant, but you know, like uh, I I wasn't very Jewish until I got into high school, and then I was in the youth groups, and I was like, okay, well, maybe this is my identity. And so the the more- You were, the, them, you were in the Jewish youth group? I was in, yeah, I was in the B'nai B'rith, and, and these And these then were, were they, kids. did you become Arun? Um, no i mean i would learn hebrew i'd I'd, the only time i would ever go to a a synagogue you know um would be with my my high school friends right which is why you know when you're in public school and you're like all right well we're gonna do this performance and everybody's gonna get a red santa hat and everybody reds, you know wears (coughs) sorry the red santa hat i'm like i don't have one and it's like you could not escape that you know, the, you. the fact that you didn't celebrate. Like I couldn't. Did you end, ever see
0: uh, the Hebrew Hammer? That's the, the guy I did. Yeah, the, I did. Our director for Jimmy Adam, uh, the guy who directed Jimmy Westwood is the guy who directed Hebrew Hammer. Jonathan I was a big fan of yeah, that. Jonathan yeah. Kessel. If you people have not seen it, you should find the Hebrew Hammer. It's all about this Jewish guy saving Hanukkah. And it it's has a shaft.
1: Yeah. It's a Jewish shaft.
0: Yeah, it's a Jewish shaft. And it and it really is kind of what you're talking about, which is this kid gets picked on for not being Christian, being very Jewish in a Christian school. Which And I
1: wouldn't say I was ever really picked on so much. It's just you you constantly felt like you were being left out. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, I married I married a, a Christian woman and I was thinking about this today too. Like my children are Lily White. Like I'm 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 the whitest half Persian I think you're ever gonna meet.
0: Yeah, you're yeah, you're and total so- undercover Persian.
1: Yeah, and, and so my kids, I mean, hell, my baby's got red hair, you know? And your and, wife doesn't uh, have red hair, does she? She she had a touch of red, kind of blonde. Okay, we were- Even I, with my dark hair, had like a little bit of red when I was growing up. But this kid, lily white baby with this bright reddish-brown hair, and and you see their name, Aryanpur, you know? And it's just like, it's right. this total disconnect. But you know, I I still like the season. I love the season, and I love being able to give this to them. I like I I feel good.
0: No, it's great. About- Listen, I love this. The season's great. It's just the <laughs> idea of like you're saying. What age do you reveal? Like you know, it goes from and and it kind of does. The magic of it changes a little bit. Like I see it as like, oh, this is the time to relax, stop working, you know, have some have some drinks, uh, some pies. Let your waist yeah. go. But then I come out of the new year and I'm like, well, I already started it. So I'm going to keep drinking and having <laughs> pie and let my waist go. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, we'll refocus maybe in the spring. Yeah, maybe in the about a week. Yeah.
0: I do one week in the spring where I, uh, I stop everything and I, and I get, my, get my crap together.
1: That's awesome, though. Christmas, are uh, you going to stay for New Year's in New
0: York? No, we're just going for a few days, uh, December uh, 4th through the 9th. By the way, anyone listening, I'm going to be in New York. That's a nice place for a plug. I'll be at the Carolines in New York December uh, 5th, 7th, and 8th. Anyway, you can go to mazjobroni.com. You find those dates. Um, So if you're in New York, come check me out. Also, Thanksgiving weekend, I'm going to be at... Uh, the ice house in Pasadena so come out there. are you doing any gigs going into the holidays?
1: I'm doing some uh, private parties. I've already got a couple like uh, company Christmas parties all lined up and and that's always fun. Nice those, those are
0: yeah do you uh, do you negotiate shorter stage time and something like that like 30 minutes that's all you want
1: Well sometimes you know what's really funny is like um, people think it's a good idea and then you give them a quote, and then all of a sudden they don't think it's a very good idea. Ha, huh. You know, some people, and I know I'm not charging what a lot of other guys charge. I'm not trying to undersell anybody either, but to me, it's very reasonable. It's like, you want me to come all the way out here. I'm going to do however many minutes of, of clean material that won't get HR all riled up. And uh, you want me to write specific jokes for your company, you know, and the, the the leadership team, the senior management. Here's here's what I'm going to charge. And then some people, it's it's like, all right, totally cool. Send us a contract. And then other people, they they balk, like they can't believe. Yeah, listen, that somebody else-
0: that's the thing. I've always said this. People know what shoes cost. If you told them that you're going to buy a pair of Jimmy Choo's and it's going to be a thousand dollars or Ferragamos or whatever, they go, Yeah, yeah, no problem. I get it. You know, people know that. But when you quote them as a performer, like they don't, a lot of times people are just, it blows their mind. They're like, what?
1: And what happens is then they'll find somebody who'll do it for 50 bucks, 100 bucks, and it's a crapshoot. It might be somebody who does a good job. It may be somebody who's good, but very inexperienced. No, But it's going to be awful. Yeah,
0: 50 bucks is bad. If you're paying 50 bucks, you're not getting a funny guy.
1: And they will never hire another comedian ever again. Yeah. Uh, the 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 best one I get, and I've gotten it a few times, is like a uh, uh, it'll be good exposure. Huh. There's gonna be a lot of people there. There's gonna be good exposure, and I'm like for what? So that so I can do something for free for them too. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah.
0: Well, the so. thing is too that what you got to do is when you do these gigs, and I tell people this, and if anyone's looking to hire any comedians for any events, this is take this as advice to you for organizing your event. Tell the comic, listen, I want you to do around. 30 to 45 minutes. And if it's, if it's going great, then go ahead and do another 10 minutes or whatever. But a lot of times at these events, people are there, they're eating, they're talking, they're socializing, they're barely paying attention to the comedian. And so uh, 30 minutes is about right. Then you get the rest of the night going and you're good to go. Because a lot of times, sometimes people that don't have experience organizing these types of events, they'll call oh. you up and they say, listen, I want you to do an hour at my event. And you go, listen, man, You've got you know, a band, you've got dancers, you've got speakers, you've got the auction, you've got- Giving away awards, yeah, you, you're
1: doing all sorts of celebrating the whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: don't do that. So that's my advice to, to people that are organizing holiday events. If you're getting a performer, tell them, listen, 30 minutes, if it's going great, we'll go to 45, but just let's keep the night moving. You want to leave your party people wanting more. Like people going like, that guy was great you know i wish he would have gone longer And you go yeah you know you know we're going to bring someone else next year and uh, you know just keep them hungry you know what i'm saying i
1: know i know i've got a vested interest in it but yeah if anybody's listening hopefully obviously they're you know a comedy fan get a comedian uh but do your research get a good comedian get somebody who's got experience doing these kind of events um i've i've performed last time i don't know about last time but maybe two times ago when i i did the um ice house with you I uh I did a I was I did a wedding while I was in town. Yeah. And when you think about how trusting that like forget about a company Christmas party. This is your wedding. Yeah. And you're gonna hand hand the microphone over to a stranger. True. And it was awesome. I had so much fun at this wedding and and you know, it's an unusual thing. Like I don't think you're gonna see a lot of comedians at weddings, but this one worked. It was a lot of fun. Um but yeah, I'd say do your research and uh definitely look into it. It's a great way to have you know, fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, at a party. So
0: and, and afterwards, uh, we'll even dance with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh that's the program, folks. Uh, Minivan Mini Men. This is Maz Giobrani out of uh LA. Aaron Arianpoor out of Dallas will be um uh, look us up online at Maz for Twitter uh, Facebook.com slash Maz Giobrani or Maz and Aaron on Twitter is at Aaron Comedian A-A-R-O-N Comedian also right. Aaron Comedian on Facebook correct?
1: Yes and YouTube and AaronComedian.com all of that will take you where, wherever you want to go
0: Great so keep uh, writing us telling us what you guys like what you don't like uh, stories that we remind you of and uh, we'll keep recording Signing out, Minivan Men. Bye. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites, mazjobrani.com and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks.